Well, good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Jen A. I live here in Colorado and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, God. Today is Thursday, January 5th, 2023, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today we're reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We're in the chapter titled We Agnostics and we're on page 53. We're reading paragraph number three. It begins with, arrived at this point, and then it ends with, we did not like to lose our support. We're reading that one paragraph only. Our new Team Thursday members, uh, 12 Steps is Christina J, 12 Traditions, Nancy R, Reader of the Text today is Reva P, Closing Reader is Katie G, and our backup reader today is Kathleen W. Our newcomer reader is going to be Ann A, and our second hour moderator is Matt J.F. Thank you all for joining this Team Thursday. The reference numbers for yesterday, Wednesday, January 4th, are the following. For the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Big Book Study recording, we have 19,822. That's 19822. And for the 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Big Book Study recording, we have 19,823. 19823. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose here, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence, and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Christina J. to read the 12 steps. Morning, Jen. Morning, everyone. Christina J., State of North Carolina this morning. I'm so honored to read these beautiful and healing steps. We admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Number two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Number three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Number four, made a searching and fearless moral moral inventory of ourselves. Number five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Number six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Number seven, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. Number eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Number nine, made direct amends to such people whenever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Number 10, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Number 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Number 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, 
We tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you. I pass. I'll now ask Nancy R. to read the 12 traditions. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jen A. I'm Nancy R., a compulsive overeater in New York. The 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants they do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be brought, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction. Rather than promotion, we need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you so much for letting me do service, and I pass gratefully. Thank you. Thank you, Christina J. and Nancy R. This is how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature. Then we're going to stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we do ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and the literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirements for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, you're going to press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speaker, should be muted. So today, we resume our study in the chapter, We Agnostics. We're in the big book on page 53, paragraph number three. And I'm now going to ask Reva P. to begin reading. Good morning. This is Reva P., grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Arrived at this point... We were squarely confronted with the question of faith. We couldn't duck the issue. Some of us had already walked far over the bridge of reason toward the desired shore of faith. 
The outlines and the promise of the new land had brought luster to tired eyes and fresh courage to flagging spirits. Friendly hands had stretched out in welcome. We were grateful that reason had brought us so far, but somehow we couldn't quite step ashore. Perhaps we had been leaning too heavily on reason that last mile, and we did not like to lose our support. Okay, I'm Reva, compulsive overeater. Set my timer. So for me, this is describing that sort of bridge between step one and step two. Um, am I willing to believe? And, um, you know, the greatest obstacle to my willing to believe and to my faith is me, my thinking, my logic, and my reasoning. And I am really good at analysis. Um, and I can analyze myself and convince myself um, that God just can't. So, you know, and, and what point am I arrived at? Um, at this point, I'm at the point where I'm crushed and I'm crushed by this self-imposed crisis. And that word crisis reminds me of the word drama. And yes, it was a crisis. It was definitely a physical crisis um, where I had gotten to with the food. Um, but you know what? I can live in drama um, when I'm in resentment and I'm in fear and I catastrophize and the world is coming to an end and it's just never going to work out. Um, and I love um, a good friend and program and I joke, DNR, drama not required. When I put the food down and work the steps, um, I don't have to live in that drama. So I'm at this point, um, whether it's with the food or with resentments or fears, you know, if I'm walking around like a abstinent only dry drunk um, and I can't live in step one, you know, step one is I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat, I'm going to destroy myself. Um, with the food, but step one is also I will destroy myself with resentments and fears and self, self-imposed crisis, selfishness. That's what drives me. Um, and I love how it says, you know, we're crossing over this bridge. And what is that bridge? It's that bridge to recovery. So I see these recovered people. I see people who, in whom the problem has been solved, who were where I was, who aren't there anymore. And do I cross over? Do I cross over or do I worship the God of reason and provide evidence how, you know, God just will not do this for me, um, whatever it is. And I was there yesterday and thank you, God, for step tens and for fellowship and for people who remind me the God of reason does not work. How's it working for you, Eva? It's not. It's not. So thank you, God. Um, you know, I don't cross over one and done. Every time I get into self, I need to remember to cross over. Step one, I'm doomed. I can't do it myself. I just, it's, I can't see a way out. Step two, maybe, maybe this will work for me. God can. Um, so where am I agnostic and where do I need to cross over that bridge with that I pass? Thank you so much, Reva P. We do value everyone's experience, so we do ask that you limit your share to every third day um, in order that others might share their experience too. So one at a time, who would like to share on what we read today? I'll be happy to take your name, Christina. the first initial Christina. of your last name, and the state in which you're calling from. Barbara E. from New Jersey. Miriam J. And Wisconsin. Christina J. Alice. Alice W. Okay. 
Thank you. All right. I think this Colleen is who M. I heard so far. I'm sorry, who is the M? Colleen M. Colleen, thank you. All right. This is who I heard, and I think I missed somebody in there. Uh, tell me if I did. Christina J., Barbara E., Miriam, I didn't cast, catch your last initial, but I will. Alice W., Colleen M., and who was the other person? Noelle N. Noelle N. Thanks, Noelle. Noelle N. All right. Well, this looks like an awesome lineup. Let's go ahead and get started with Christina J., followed by Par Barbara E. Go ahead, Christina. Good morning, everyone. Christina J. from the state of North Carolina. Friendly hands had stretched out in welcome. We were grateful that reason had brought us so far, but somehow we couldn't quite step ashore. Do you know what this program's about? It's about love. It's about the love of something bigger. Someone's unmuted. Someone's unmuted. about the love of something bigger bringing us here and what gets in the way of really totally relying on this love that wants us to heal the bridge of reason that reason that God because it's all capitalized through here it's it's my reason and I learned that reason from a kid I didn't know that it was going to take me down to the pits of hell reason's good I mean it, it, it has its place God gives us brains to use, right? But I just could never quite step ashore. And recently I, I fell back across the bridge back into hell. But now I'm stepping towards you even stronger because I realized one thing is that this, this love wants me. It's got a purpose for my life, believe it or not. My sister died in this disease. I listened to an AA speaker this morning that talked about her journey, and I heard my sister's journey, except my sister never got to recovery. We can get there. If you're here and you're new, this program is about love. I'm putting aside everything I know about everything and everybody in this program, about everybody, every, everything about this program, and I'm hearing the love in your voices rather than my judgments of how you talk, what you say, what your opinions are. I'm listening as if God is speaking through, to me through these three-minute mysteries. ministries. I leaned way too heavily on reason, and I need your support. I need this program. Um, I, I have two choices. I've said this before. One door says God or higher power or love, and the other says hell. And it has, it's all outlined in shiny lights and pieces of shiny candy and and, and fruit-covered uh, angel food cakes, all the things I loved as a kid. And when I get uncomfortable, there's just, they're just two different doors. They're not the same. And I can't trade from one for the other. I have to effing give one up and realize I can't go there anymore and, re and romance this higher power. Romance myself across the bridge into your arms. That's what i got to do today, and that's what I've been working on. You know, and it brings luster to tired eyes and fresh courage to my spirit to listen to you every day because you have what I want. And I love you all, even those I've felt judgment about in the past. I mean, we're human. We have these things that come with us, this baggage, you know, that infilters into everything we do. Even when we come to our first OA meeting, it's like, oh, this is a cult. This is that. Oh, I see the God, God word on the wall and I run. This is all old programming. It's bad programming. It's wrong programming. It kept me in bondage all of my life. 
And now I just have to open my heart to you and to this program and to this higher power that lives within my heart and just fills me with love. And it's not all roses and, and beautiful waterfalls. It's a trudge, but the, the gifts are many. So thank you for letting me share. I pass. Thank you, Christina J. from North Carolina. Up next, we have Barbara E. followed by Miriam. Go ahead, Barbara. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for your wonderful ongoing service. Uh, This is Barbara E. in New Jersey. Well, for me, if a mere moral code were enough, if I was willing to believe in God, but I had no knowledge, I didn't I certainly didn't have a good moral compass. I didn't think I needed the power. Let me put down the food, and then now I'll be spiritual. No, it didn't work that way for me. I couldn't bargain with a God I didn't even believe in. Could I find one? That was the question. Bill is trying to drive home a point over and over. I had to find a power that was not my refrigerator, that was not my scale in the bathroom, that was not my pantry. I had a thinking problem. I would listen to you. Interesting, but I don't need it. My life was filled with I, I, I. I was too smart for the program, but I needed to become stupid and teachable. The problem is when I have an illness and it has nothing to do with my morality. I could be nice some of the time. I could refrain from dishonesty and criticizing you, but I needed a complete personality change, not a partial one. If I had cancer, I wouldn't say to the doctor, I'll do my chemotherapy some of the time. I have to do it all the time, and it's the same thing with this program. I had to do everything that was outlined in the book, big book, and in the order that it was given, because it's a textbook to my understanding heart. My human resources were not sufficient. I was beyond human aid. No sponsor, no pay or play or No psychologist could fix me until I was utterly smashed, willing. When I was doing what I had to do, my foundation was built on sand. It would inevitably crumble with the slightest wind. I had to give this food plant for living. I didn't have a higher power. I was trying to do it on my own. I needed to receive and do it with this big book. I had. I thought I was too smart for this program, but the reality was I was too stupid and therefore teachable, and I had to move on and find that spiritual solution. I came in knowing I had no spiritual background. I could have hope, and I was relieved to know I was not in charge of the world. I could pray to a doorknob if that would make my life better. I, all I needed to know was I had to power to find a power that I could believe in that was not me, that was not my refrigerator, that was not my scale in my bathroom. My, my willpower was not sufficient. I would do what I didn't want to Time, do. Time, please. Thank you. I'll just finish the sentence. I could not break free from myself. I had to connect it to an appeal 
to an experience and discard my old ideas. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Barbara E. from New Jersey. Up next, we have Miriam, followed by Alice W. Miriam, if you'll give me the first initial of your last name and where you're calling from, that'd be great. Sure. Thank you. This is Miriam J., gratefully recovering in Massachusetts. Um, Thank you for your service and everybody for their service. Um, The line that really jumps out... uh, The line that really jumps out at me this morning is... We were grateful that reason had brought us so far. I, you know, I lived by uh, my wits. I, I uh, fairly intelligent. I figured things out from an early age. I survived. Uh, I thrived in, you know, business in school. <clears throat> but thinking just could not get me recovered. It could not help me put down the food. It could not um, get me to where I want to be. And God knows I've tried thinking my way through this problem. Um, I I am grateful today that it's gotten me this far. And, you know, I am grateful that I am finally not only willing, but I understand that the next Step that is required is one of faith. I cannot think myself to recovered. I have to work myself that way, and I can't figure out this. I can't figure out the process by which to get there. I have to just follow the directions on faith. That's what this paragraph um, means to me this morning. And thank you for letting me share. Wonderful. Thanks so much. And up next, we have Alice W. followed by Colleen M. Good morning, Alice. Alice, go ahead and press star one. We can't hear you yet. All right, well, maybe we lost Alice. Alice, I'll go ahead and put you after the next person um, if you're having technical difficulties. So we'll move on to Colleen M. and come back to you. Colleen M., are you there? I am. Thank you, Jen. Um, this is Colleen M. from Maryland. Grateful recover compulsive reader. And um, I just wanted to um, claim my seat and uh, speak, trying to do that regularly. What stood out to me in this paragraph was fresh courage to flagging spirits and um, and the other part, per, perhaps we had been leaning too heavily on reason that last mile and we had to not look and we had, and we did not like to lose our support. And um, I took my will back this week, um, New Year's Day, woke up late, decided that I didn't need to do my quiet time and I kept getting nudges throughout the day and I kept saying, no, I'm good, I'm good. And I've been paying for it for the rest of the week. Um, and it, it blows my mind that I still think that I can do this sometimes by myself. And one day of not spending time with my higher power has uh, just thrown me into a little bit of a tailspin. And I have all this fear that's coming up and 
um, you know, I, I have doubt. I have, um, you know, how do I turn my will and life over? So fresh courage to just trust um, that I have a higher power that is capable of um, meeting all my needs and that um, I look around at all of my uh, fellows that have recovered and I hear the same message and I can still choose to believe even when I don't understand it or feel it. Um, yet it's, uh, it's even, even in abstinence, my, um, my mind is where the problem lies and that needs daily um, attention. And I can't, you know, I can't uh, take shortcuts. So um, this week has been amazing with all the shares. I've really gotten a lot out of it. I'm going to keep coming back. And, you know, I'm not going to skip time with my higher power again, I hope. So that's all I got. Thanks for letting me share. Well, thank you so much, Colleen M. from Maryland. Up next, let's try back uh, for Alice W. Are you there, Alice? Hi. Can, yes, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I knew oh. you got stuck oh. coming over on the from the pond. I was like, come on, Alice, you're there. <laughs> All right, go right ahead, my oh. friend. Oh, thanks so much. Oh, damn, technology and me just are not friends. Um, <laughs> yeah, Alice W., Overeat, Compulsive, Overeat, and Recovered um, as a complete miracle. Never thought I'd ever say that ever so um about the you know so just i'm just trying to sort of word word what i'm thinking about this this paragraph uh faith has always been the hardest thing for me step three is what the one that i found the hardest of all the steps um just trust issues couldn't trust anything certainly not god always in fear which is the opposite of faith um and my biggest problem was stepping ashore interface um so my head didn't stop me i mean i knew i should stop eating all my binge foods and i knew i should not smoke and i knew i'm you know i've got i've got brains like i know but um i could be the most clever person on the planet and that is it does not help me with this disease um so the hardest thing for me was to step ashore i mean when my sponsor suggested about not having pizza like for me i was i was furious there's lots of uh, foods that I was furious about I was like what I'm not good I don't have a problem with that you know um defiant stubborn part of my reason they're, they're all they sort of go along with my reason and um the face was like jumping off and that's been the biggest thing for me and when I do it's always good it's really weird it's the hardest thing in the world because I'm so stubborn and I clenched fists to whatever I used to do and um yeah and I just and it's the hardest thing but when I when I do my experience has always been that it's worked out not only for the best but um it's worked out incredibly and for not just for me um so my, every day um I have to look at this you know reason versus faith and my reason is like when I go into fear like I can google if I'm worried about something you know google doctor and and uh yesterday in the paragraph yesterday I was like I'm not google is not god right so um that's the agnostic thing like I have to have faith that God is everything or God is nothing um so I think that's probably about it on this and I'm just uh I just this is the thing I have to practice um 
you know, I want evidence of everything. And I have the evidence when I look back, but I just can't see it in the moment. Um, and working this program, coming to program, getting the phone, doing all the suggestions, that's a huge leap of faith because it's really inconvenient. <laughs> but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And it's like, not only that, it saved, it saved my life. So, you know, it, it doing all of this is faith. Um, whatever I'm thinking about it, like whatever my thoughts, like I don't want to do that. You know, it's like, well, that, that uh, as, as evidence has shown, it's always in the evidence when I look back, it, it works. Um, I feel like I've gone over my time. Oh, just on time. Thank you. Oh, you're good, Alice. You, you just finished. Where are you calling from this morning? Let, let, oh, let other from, listeners know. from North Yorkshire in the UK. All right, sounds good. North, North Yorkshire. I can't say it like you do. It's so beautiful the way you have it. All right, well, next we have uh, Noelle N. So thank you so much, Alice. Noelle N, you'll be up next. But before you start, Noelle, let's just take a pause here. Let me tell everybody where we're at. In case you just joined us this morning, we're in We Agnostics. We're on page 53. We're on that third paragraph. Arrived at this point, reading all the way through, we did not like to lose our support. Go right ahead, Noelle. Thank you so much, Jen, uh, for your service. Hi, everybody. This is Noelle E., gratefully recovered. Uh, I'm currently in Vail, Colorado. Um, I am so grateful for our shares on the line this morning. They have been so powerful. And the line that stands out to me in this paragraph is, perhaps we had been leaning too heavily on reason that last mile, and we did not like to lose our support. You know, I, um, my favorite part of, of this chapter is it just continues to remind me what's not my higher power. You know, um, my sponsor's not my higher power. The food's not my higher power. You know, my family of origin is not. And lately God's been showing me the scale, the food scale is not my higher power. Um, and even program is not my higher power. You know, the steps and program are what has connected me to the God of my understanding. And, um, you know, when when my higher power sees that I'm, um, that I am so reliant on those things that I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to fully trust. Um, on things that I've learned in program that, you know, make me feel good. It blocked me from God sometimes. And right now God's showing me that about the food scale. Um, and so it just felt, it just felt important to show it right now. You know, none of those things uh, define me. None of them make me good. None of them make me bad. Uh, my higher power is the ultimate, um, the ultimate sure in all of this and um and you know what was working once may not be working now but my recovery is just for today and so that's all that's in front of me but um i just really am so grateful for you guys and thanks for letting me share all that awesome thank you so much noel e um i think you said you're in bale colorado today um we appreciate you getting up early with us. All right, so we're going to take another list of names. We do value your experience. We ask that you limit your share to every third day. 
That way we can hear um, other voices and hear other experiences as well. So one at a time, if you'll give me your first name, first initial of your last name, and the state that you're calling from, um, you can wait until you pitch. Go right ahead. Irini M. Jackie D. Jackie D. Julie P. Minnesota. Terry K. New York. Is that Terry K. with a T? Yes. Okay, thank you. Carolyn N. Carolyn N. All right, let's stop there. Wow, you guys were so kind to me. Thank you. Irene M., Jackie D., Julie P., Terry K., and Carolyn N. Good morning, Irene. Go right ahead. Thank you, Jen, for your service, and good morning. Good morning, my spiritual uh Excuse me. Good morning, my spiritual brothers and sisters. My name is Irini M. from New York, and I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Thank you, God, always giving credit where credit is due. And I need just to pause and just say that all the time. So this is where I had the choice to turn the corner. Do I continue with my old ideas and actions or do, do I choose to grasp onto faith and really believe that there is something much bigger than I am? So I shifted my faith from food to God. I had so much faith in food and that wasn't working for me. From illusion to truth and honesty, that there is truly a God that created me and will take care of me. Do I choose to trust and rely on a source that gave me life? Or do I choose to continue to rely on my made-up stories. So I chose to believe by seeing others recover and to trust and believe that that's possible for me. And if it's possible for me, it's possible for you. To lead with the depths of my heart and get out of my head and onto the promise of the new land. You know, it's taking action and stepping onto this new soil and plant new seeds and believe that these seeds will grow just as long as I do my part and nurture these seeds. And it's all about believing and taking courage to take the steps of faith and cross the bridge of reason with God, holding his hand. We can't do this alone. We need God and we need our fellows to guide us. Do I have the eyes of faith or the eyes of fear? I've lived in fear for most of my life and that did not serve me. When I see through the eyes of fear, I exaggerated my difficulties. I had pity parties and I underestimated my abilities. With the eyes of faith, I get to see God's vision, the vision for me, the vision for you. To see and believe that God is bigger than any problem that I have, the wise say a mustard seed of faith, just a little bit of faith can move mountains. Well, let me tell you, my mountains in my life have moved and keep on moving. Thank you, God. I pass. Thank you, Irene M. from New York. Up next, we have Jackie D. followed by Julie P. Go right ahead, Jackie. 
Hi, everybody. Uh, I am Jackie D, and I am from Massachusetts, and I am a compulsive overeater who has been recovered in this program for about six months now. Uh, and I listen to meetings a few times a week on my way to work. So the word that keeps coming into my mind is how magical this program is. It's not even a, it's not even magical. This stuff transcends like the, this plane that we live on in on this earth. It transcends this stuff, you know. I just because God is not like tangible. You can't touch him. You can't see him. You can't feel him. But you can feel him, but you can't touch him, right? And so that's why it's so difficult for people, um, and for me it was, to believe in something that you can't actually touch or see, right? But then when I started coming to program, I could start to see and feel this power greater than myself in things that were happening around me that I knew couldn't happen without, on just my self-knowledge, it would happen on God's will, not my self-knowledge. And the more I started to see these things, the more faith I had. So this whole notion of, like, self-knowledge versus, like, um, spirituality and God, like, I've been studying this book for 20 years in another fellowship and now in this fellowship, right? So, and I love that this meeting studies this book. So I know this book inside and out. I'm a teacher. I'm a lifelong learner, right? So I know this book inside and out, and I can steal off anything you want from this book. But that's all well and good, but I need to earnestly feel and believe and have this faith in this God that I've, I've gotten to know through the, through the steps, and that this God will keep me away from, you know, my vices, my food, my alcohol, my men, my all of my vices that I have had in the past. And I feel so spiritually fit because I have found this knowledge. Um, don't get me wrong. I go back to self-knowledge all the time. All the time do I go back to self-knowledge. But then I try to remember that it's not about me, right? I, 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 I've heard. It's not about me knowing about this stuff. It's about me feeling this stuff in my heart and then being able to share that with somebody else. And not just people in program, people in life, my students, my colleagues. My friends, you know, people say to me, Jackie, you're such an inspiration. Like, this alcoholic, friggin' food addict is an inspiration? What? What? Well, yeah. Yep, I am, because I feel what's in this book. It's not just what I know. So, thank you. That's all. Well, perfect timing. Thanks so much, Jackie D. from Massachusetts. Uh, let's see. Up next, we have Julie P. She's calling in from Minnesota. Good morning, Julie. And then we'll have Terry Kay. Good morning, everyone. My name is Julie P. Recovered living in the steps uh, today. And that's all I have is today. And I am in Minnesota. Thank you, everybody, for being here. And if you're new to this meeting today, welcome home. There's one word that's sticking out for me this morning in this paragraph, and that is the bridge. And I just have this vision in my mind of what a bridge really represents. And then I also think about the three billy goats gruff. And when I first came into these meetings and encountered this paragraph, 
I think about where I was, and I was very carefully tiptoeing over that bridge because I had not built the trust and the belief that there was a power greater than myself. And today, I am so grateful to say that I no longer tiptoe across that bridge. You know, those three billy goats gruff under there, that is my addiction, my disease of defiance, stubbornness, self-control, self-will, dishonesty, fear. And I know if I continue to live in that space, I'm going to end up exactly where I began. And I know for me today, the solution is not tiptoeing any longer. I need to run across that bridge every waking moment of my day. And when I cross back over to the other side, I just have to run back over again. And I am so grateful that I have a place to run now that has kept me abstinent and clean since June 10th. And that is a miracle. And I need to walk, run over that bridge every morning. And I am just so grateful. I mean, life is kind of lifey right now. I had all these plans. I'm supposed to be leaving for Texas on Friday after I retired. Well, guess what? My higher power had a different plan for me. And I just need to keep walking over that bridge. And I'll get there when I get there. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate that. Thanks, Julie P. in Minnesota. Up next is Terry K. followed by Carolyn N. Good morning, Terry. Hi. Hi, I'm Terry K. from Long Island. Um, I'm new to Visions, just of a few weeks, and I guess I want to start with just thanking everybody for reaching out to me. It's a world of difference, making a world of difference. Um, and as far as what we're sharing today, um, the whole concept of trust, faith, um, you know, I, I don't believe everything I'm being told. I don't believe it, but I'm trying, I'm having faith. I'm acting as if I believe it. I'm trusting what my sponsor's telling me and what I'm hearing. Um, and I'm trying it, you know, I'm having faith that it will work. And amazingly, it is working. Um, and it's like, you know, I'm blown away with all of that. Um, I'm a little overwhelmed with the amount of step work, you know, I'm not being able to real real slow and slacking and and I'm finding it impacting my rest of my life in that I'm getting more organized in the rest of my life. Um, so I think just the trust and faith is where I'm at right now. Thank you for being here. Awesome. Thanks so much, Terry Kay from Long Island, New York. Hope you get yourself on our member list so others can continue to reach out to you and you can find them. Welcome to A Vision for You. Welcome home. Carolyn N., you're up next, and then I think we'll have time to take some more names. Go right ahead, Carolyn. Hi. I'm Carolyn N. from uh, Michigan, compulsive eater. And the um, five words that jumped out to me were um, fresh courage to flagging spirits. In the, um, yesterday, I did my step three, and Tuesday night I was freaking out about it of, Submitting completely and releasing totally to God. And then yesterday as I um, talked to three fellows who um, were wonderful and listened to me read my step three, 
With each one, my spirit became more peaceful and lighter. And when I woke up this morning, um, I had more joy in my heart and more peace in my heart. And so I definitely have received fresh courage to my flagging spirit, and I'm very thankful to God, and I'm very thankful to this program and to wonderful fellows who encourage me. Thank you. Well, thank you, Carolyn. We appreciate all these awesome shares and new voices this morning. Thanks for pressing star one and having a lot of courage to get on the line with us this morning. We do have time for a couple more shares. So if I could just take a couple more names, that would be Pamela P. Pamela P. Pamela P. Anyone else want to share on page 53, paragraph number three? Toby K. Toby K. All right, let's take the two of you. Pamela P., go right ahead and unmute. Yes, hello. Um, God bless everyone. Happy belated New Year. My name is Pamela P. from Pennsylvania. Yeah, so I, you know, from what I got from the paragraph, I know, um, you know, God is in control. And I just got uh, to keep focus on that. Um, I recently launched my recovery, and it, it, I'm just, everything going crazy right now. And I got to try to just focus, to focus on the program. Don't try to over-restrict, don't try to change it, to focus on the program. And um, situation is happening that way out of my control. And it affected me mentally, emotionally, not spiritually. Spiritually, I feel, I just feel right where God wants me to be. I always, it always room to improve. Um, but in a way, I'm I'm just really trying my best. Um, I think I to focus more when I read from the past. I think I to learn to focus more and just be focused regardless of the situation around me. Um, so on, another thing, I really want to try to be on the phone list for the vision for you also because I found out my name not on the list and I don't know why. So, um so hopefully that could be resolved. And I'm just trying to just focus because the program works and you works it. Um, and today is a new day from God. So a new day, and I just pray today be better than yesterday. That way I will pray. And I'm going to do my prayer, do my little meditation, or do what I need to do between 8 and 9 and just focus. Um, I am nervous. This disease is very scary. And to gain so much weight within two, three days without, I like, where the four pound came. So I'm praying that I lose the four pound store over again. And I just got to believe what God could do yesterday, He could do today. So that all I want to say so somebody else could say. Thank you. I pass. Well, thank you, Pamela P. from Pennsylvania. Get on that member list, and uh, you'll have some luck. There's some names and numbers you can call in there. Up next, we have Toby K. Good morning, Toby. Go right ahead. Um, hi, it's Toby K. calling from Long Island. Um, I, I I love the, the part of the uh, higher power because, thank God, I believe in a higher power. Um, but also there is a, uh, a line that says, friendly hands had stretched out and welcomed. 
we can't do this alone, and um, we need the friendly hands to help us. Um, a crazy, uh, a sick mind can't cure a sick mind. So we need the help of other fellows um, that are available to us with outstretched hands. So I, um, I appreciate that um, the paragraph about the, uh, uh, the higher power, leaning on a higher power, but we can't do this alone and we need the help of our fellows. Thank you so much for letting me share I pass. Awesome. Thanks so much, Toby Kay from Long Island. And wow, you guys are just doing so great on time. Let's take a couple more shares, shall we? I'll take two more names. Press star one to unmute to put your name out there. Helen C. I'm sorry, I heard something C. Could you give the first Hel name again, please? Helen. Helen C. from Virginia. Hel Thank you. One more person unmuted. Barb W. Thanks, Barb. All right, let's go from there. I think we have uh sorry, just a little <laughs> W. There you go. Okay. I believe it's Helen with an H. Helen C. Go right ahead, press star one and That's unmute again and share with us. That's correct, Jen. Helen C. Helen with an H from Virginia, and uh, uh, recovered compulsively, they recovered for today. And at just beginning of the year, I just want to give thanks for this program. I've been in the program over 40 years, but it was only when I came to this meeting to teach me that uh, the 100, first 164 pages of this big book is a textbook, and uh, which gave me the information with the sponsor to know how to cross that bridge. And I'm ever grateful for coming through the holiday season, abstinence once again, and only because of this meeting. And of course, I attend other meetings also. And I just want to give gratitude and thank everyone that gives service in this meeting. And with that, I'll pass. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Helen C. from Virginia. Glad you were here this morning. Barb W. Go right ahead. Good morning, Barb W., a gratefully recovered compulsive overeater in Illinois. Yeah, this has been such a great meeting. Thank you, everyone, for your shares. Um, losing our support, the reason, normal mental powers, normal mental powers. And what I know, what I've experienced so far in my 3D life, I can't know anything about the fourth dimension. To think I know anything about where I've never been, what I've not experienced. So I used to rely on food and unbeknownst, I replaced it with what I think I knew, my capital R reason. It's, it, it, <laughs> I didn't like to lose my support, my support, my understanding, and my support and my understanding got me into a lot of trouble. And usually my ideas are flawed. What is my flawed idea? That's all, I just, it's the normal mental powers and, and normal, we don't even know, I don't even know what that word means. What's that barometer? And 
know, to, to, to make my little world be only in what I know so far. That's what I used to do. And to think I knew something that I know nothing about, but to experience this, I, I guess I don't have words. So um, I'm just grateful to be here, and I'll pass with that. Have a great day. Thanks so much, Barb W. in Illinois. Okay, I got one more space for one more person for a three-minute pitch and share. Who would like to do that on the paragraph that we read today? Chris G. in Tennessee. Take it away, Chris G. Thank you. And thanks, everybody. That, that uh, I'm so thankful today for everybody that has shared and everybody that does service. And I have a, a little sign on the door that as I walk out my door, and it says, feed your faith, and your fear will starve to death. And that's, you know, in terms of an overeater. But feed your faith and your fear will starve to death. And how do I feed my faith? Well, there's lots of ways to feed my faith. But um, um, I think I had a lot of black and white thinking. I had opinions. I think that reason, that word reason to me uh, is another, is a synonym for opinions. I had opinions. And I stuck by my opinions. And um, so I think when I learned to set aside prayer, it was very helpful to know that was there was more than one way. And, and not my way wasn't the best way or the only way. And uh, so uh, this, this, this fear uh, runs deep. And I have to sometimes discover what I'm afraid of that I don't know. I think the first thing the support that I didn't want to let go of was uh, blaming others. I blamed my family. I blamed my uh, ex-husband. I, I blamed other people. And I couldn't do step four when I was blaming. So that was the support that I had to let go of and jump off of and, and give away and, and take responsibility for my own uh, decisions and, and let go of some opinions and 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 be open-minded. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Well, that was perfect timing. Chris G. from Tennessee. We heard from 16 different voices today. Wow. Thanks so much, everybody, for uh, having the courage uh, to share with us today. Um, and for those who didn't share and just joined us on the line to listen, thanks for being here, too. You count as well. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following this closing. Get your pen and paper out. Here we go. Here's your share ID for today if you want to go back and listen or share it with a friend. For January the 5th, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the number is 19,825. That's 19825. We're now going to close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Will Katie G. please read a vision for you? Hey, Jen. Hey, everyone. KDG Recovered <coughs> Compulsive Eater. That's not my noise. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. 
see to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand him. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as we trudge the road of happy destiny. Thanks, John.